give me a moment's peace and take out the trash. We pay taxes for people to come and take the garbage. Hey, listen, Greeny, no more sneaking rides to the junkyard. Yeah, man, take a taxi when you want to go to the junkyard. Hello and welcome to Hot Trash Unlimited, the show where me, Caleb, and me, Joe, go to movies to determine whether or not they are hot trash. Joe, what did we see this week? We saw my, no, it's not my most anticipated hot trash movie of the year. That's that's Cats for sure. But uh, we saw Terminator Dark Fate, which was up there. But before we get to that, we have a little bit of follow up, Joe, because <laughs> I went and I saw Gemini Man again, Sans Screen X and Sans... Uh, sans Joe, Sans Sans Joe, and also Sans high frame rate. I think I think I came away with this one with three main things. First off, without the distraction of Screen X, the action is so good. The action's like, pretty good in Screen X too. Well, the motorcycle There's just a lot going on. The motorcycle fight was really good, but I felt like the other action scenes didn't quite live up to it. But especially that last action scene was a lot of fun to watch, and I feel like Angley has a way of doing action that's very legible. I also think we gave Will Smith a little bit uh, too much grief in that last one. He's actually fairly good. It's just I think that he's not really as compelling as the script needs him to be. But there's like a scene near the beginning when he's explained to his handler why he's retiring that I think, no, you're doing a very good job acting, Will Smith. And then I love how it just feels like a 2005 action movie. Like I could turn it on TV on a Sunday to like my TV 30 and it would be playing <laughs> onto Fox and it'd be playing. Yeah. No, not the CW, not, not TNT or anything or effects. Uh, I did not have those fancy stations when I was, you definitely had the CW. I probably had yeah. the CW. I think that's where I watched Seinfeld. That's WB. Yeah, it was WB. All right. So let's get into Terminator dark fate. My name is Sarah Connor. August 29, 1997. It was supposed to be Judgment Day. But I changed the future. Saved three billion lives. Enough of a resume for you? No. You may have changed the future, but you didn't change our fate. Spoilers. Um, this guy anger a lot of people. This is they had a they had a last Jedi moment, as I was thinking to myself after it happened. Now me and Caleb, Caleb has seen Terminator One. Yes, I've seen Terminator One, Terminator Salvation, and part of Terminator Three. So all the best ones. <laughs> but not the bestest one, which is what I've seen, Tim Terminator Genesis. Sadly not. So neither of us have seen the highly praised one. Yeah, T2. T2. Although I should say, first Terminator. Really solid. Mm -hmm. It's just like a uh, slasher, really, though, right? Yeah, it's much more horror, but you still get all the fun scenes where it's just, we are going to hit Arnold with everything we possibly can, and none of it is going to work. Mm -hmm. So those movies all revolve around saving Sarah Connor and then John Connor, for the most part, and John Connor is the main character. So they kill him in this. Yes, which I am more than fine with. Yeah, a lot. People are angry. People are angry. So yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they expect these movies to be like good all of a sudden, but so I get that if you watch Terminator Two, that you have an attachment to him. That you know, me having one Terminator movie I like in which he does not appear mm -hmm. wouldn't, and Joe having only watched one, where is, he is a villain and a Terminator. That's what that movie is. 
Yeah, that's that's their spin on it. Ay, ay, ay. But I think what this does is it finally frees up the franchise to go in different directions. It doesn't. They, yeah, they don't go Spoilers, far enough. it doesn't. They don't go far enough in a different direction. But I'm fine with that conceit. Because there's only so many times you can watch the same movie. But people are like reacting as if the the franchise suddenly died after T2. And this is the first Terminator movie after 29 years. And they just kill a character. Which it isn't. As much as James Cameron wishes it was. Hey, he signed off on T3. He knew what he was doing. And he had praises for Genesis. But it's a cool change, I think. Well, it would be. Except... The plot's the exact same. Yeah. You just have a different John Connor. Yeah. They tried to do deconstruction with, uh, what's her name? Grace. No, Danny. 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 Uh, where Danny is not the mother of the savior of humanity, but the savior. It's still not that interesting. Mainly because- No, I mean, she's still just like, I hate these kinds of missions. What is it in video games? Escort. She's still your escort mission. Keep her safe if she dies, game over. And a character who no matter what- cannot live up to the idea of being the savior of humanity. Mm -hmm. Like we see her in the future at one point and it's just the most generic, uninspiring speech. Also, savior of humanity. We get the flash forwards into the future. Humanity's pretty in the dumpster. I don't see what she's doing that's like helping it stay. I mean, obviously, there's still a couple of them fighting. Well, she rebuilds, I think, is the idea. Like they fight back against Legion and then they rebuild. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe they are saving that for a future movie. Hopefully Dark not. future. Dark future. I think by the end of this movie, the direction they would go is that that future will never happen. Yeah. Uh, which I think is probably why they didn't put a lot of thought into it. But in general, I'd say that Danny kind of reflects the aspect of this movie that really weakens it, which is all of the characters are kind of annoying and poorly motivated. Danny's just there along the ride. She's the only one that I feel is like kind of weak. For the most part, just because she is, she's having to learn everything. She's, she's the audience surrogate. Yeah. Grace is fine, but that's just because I feel like she does, she does what she's it's easy to do. mode. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's she, playing Kyle Reese. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's an easy character to write because they've written it in almost every Terminator movie. Linda Hamilton's really good. I think, I think I like her when she first shows up, but then she gets kind of stuck in this loop of mad revenge and also maybe a little bit mad that she's not relevant anymore her her backstory but her her whole motivation motivation is yeah john died but then she started getting like random texts of like coordinates and times and that's where a terminator would show up so she made it her mission to just be a hunter of terminators which is kind of cool well no that's a definitely a cool move or cool idea but that's not the movie the yeah, movie is it's not. the movie is her following these people around and complaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like when she's in an action scene, she's really good. Mm-hmm. And then Arnold's great. Oh, Arnie is. I can't complain. Arnie's perfect. So you're Carl. That's what everyone calls me. He is the reason I went to see this movie. I didn't know he was a redditor before this. Apparently, he's active. But studios. Listen up. If you want your movie to be seen by people, me being, yeah, being one, that person. One particular person. One particular person. Have Arnie promote your pr- promote, promote your movie, even if he's not in it. Good, bad, mediocre, I don't care. If he's singing high praises for it and engaging in AMAs that no one asked for, I'll see it. He's wholesome. Do you think he should coach Woody Harrelson on how to do an AMA? Maybe. Or just don't let Woody Harrelson behind a computer ever again. Let's keep the subject on Rampart. 
That might be the title of the episode. No. <laughs> that would be so unrelated. But that's kind of the beauty is that like Woody Harrelson will be dead and a uh, biographer will be writing his memoirs and he'll be writing like about, you know, the first time Woody Harrelson acted and the ghost of Woody Harrelson will pop up and it's like, hey, hey, can we make this about Rampart? Oh my God. Um, the Rev 9 is fine. You could have picked a little more of an assuming guy. I get their whole shtick since Arnie. It's like, oh, he's just he just kind of looks like a dude. So it's like a little terrifying or whatever, because he's kind of unassuming. Well, and he's pretty good at blending in. Like, he'll yeah, do, he'll do quips and like say things that people will like. He's just a little too unassuming of a guy. I just don't think he's that interesting. I think it's fun when you see him fight. I think it would have been served better if he had been in less of the movie. And when he showed up, it's a big deal. Like, you don't, we don't need to see him going into different places and infiltrating. He just well, every needs to time show he's up. not in, yeah, every time they cut to him and it's not, he's not like attacking the other main characters, I'm like, why do we need this scene? At the beginning of the movie, they do it really well where he just shows up, right? He's yeah. there and then he's just at the other place. We don't have to see him kill the person who he's imitating or anything. He's just there and he does his thing. And then after that, I think we had enough read on him that he could have just been like this lurking threat. Um, what do you think of the action in this? I'm a little torn. I'm, enga- I'm engaged for the most part during these scenes. CG's all good and fine until a body goes flying or not even goes flying just when it needs to move through the air at a fast pace. It gets the Spider-Man rubber banding effect where I see the model and there's there's very clear cuts where the model, it, be, it goes from actor to the model. I don't know why. That's the the thing that stuck out because they're having to make Terminator skeletons. They're having to model those and they, they looked all fine and dandy. But then the lighting just is completely gone whenever someone has to jump or roll. Texture is easier on metal than it is skin. I guess like lighting so. and stuff. I think that the action slowly gets worse as the film goes on. But those first two action scenes. The when, scene in the factory mm-hmm. when she's fine with the hammer. That's cool. Oh, yeah. It, it, it has the worst offenders of the floatiness, but like it's cool when she's doing all these spins with the hammer. Super well paced, super well choreographed. You can tell what's going on. Then the second fight in the detention center is it's good just as a massacre, mm-hmm. like to show what this person is fully capable of, what this Terminator is fully capable of. Then after that, uh, the they start to get a little bit more On muddled. the plane, it's kind of hard to tell what's going on. Yeah. And then the water is horrible. There's only so much you can do with, we're just going to shoot him a bunch. And like, there is something satisfying to see in a Terminator just get like loads of punishment dealt mm-hmm. out on him and they still... They just keep going. Yeah, but at a certain point, it does get kind of old. How do you like his new effect? Or the new thing the Terminator can do where he splits off the exoskeleton from the endoskeleton. Oh, it's really cool, but they don't really utilize it that well. I think they demonstrate it pretty well in the first fight scene. But then after that, it's kind of just, well, we need to split the party. And so we'll have these people fight mm-hmm. the skeleton. These people fight the exo. Towards the end, they I think they get a good feel on the like weaknesses of it. Like Because whenever the, the human body part of it is it, trying, he just gets blasted apart so easily because there's nothing underneath him. Yeah, and the, the skeleton can take more damage, but like... I also feel like that's the more vulnerable. Yeah. Part. Whenever they're separated, I feel like 
they're kind of more of a threat because then you got two of them to worry about, but they're also a little easier to take down or subdue at the very least. Arnold has a really good a really good send-off in this. I think Linda Hamilton gets put off in a good place as well. And so in a lot of ways, I feel like this would be a very good place in the franchise. Of course, I think Terminator 1 is also really good. Like, I feel like this is a franchise with very definite endings yeah. that somehow still keeps coming back. Except Terminator 3 was a cliffhanger. Would you want to see more Terminator movies or would you be kind of satisfied if this was the last one? With the way they ended it, Yes. If they had kept Grace around, I would have liked to see where she's going. Because I feel like she is very underutilized in just terms of personality. Yeah. And, like, development as a whole. Because she was cool. This is the first time they've done, like, the augmented thing. And I feel like they kind of shot themselves in the foot, so to speak, just because they killed her off for no apparent reason. Other than, you save me, now I save you. Well, and also, I think Mackenzie Davis does a really good job in this. Linda Hamilton was cool to come back like once but i think at this point i'm no she can't she can't come back again yeah we need to move on from sarah connor and then arnold shouldn't come back either so like i feel like if there was to be a future in this franchise it would probably be grace just because i don't think danny is an interesting enough character no ultimately i don't care because it's this is a franchise that they could have a hundred more movies or no more movies and i don't think my life would change (laughs) at all but i think that this is a pretty good place to to leave off so hot trash or not okay i think near the beginning it has a very strong pace good action and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but then it falls it starts to become boring but then arnold shows up yeah and arnold saves so much every line he has is gold like his when he's talking about oh i do drapery and you must look at the texture and how it is in the The interior decorator i wanted wanted base colors for like, the little girl. And like, I th- I feel like he doesn't break character. He is playing as the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an interesting evolution. I think it's a pretty solid performance. This this is good enough, but I wouldn't call it hot trash. Just because I don't think there's that ironic enjoyment on there. I feel like if ter- if Arnold had been in more of the movie. Uh, yeah. And they had done some goofy stuff with, not goofy, but like more high concept stuff with what you know, Grace or the Rev-9 could do, then probably. So it's it's teetering on the edge there. I'd say it's just like perfectly passable. A solid just five out of 10. I'm not going to go out of my way to rewatch this. If it's on, I might watch it till a commercial break or something. Yeah, depending on the Depending scene. on where it is in the movie. If if I, I'll watch these Arnold scenes again because he's, he's funny. I think th- this is definitely the best Terminator movie in a while. Yeah. Easily. Parts of three, the parts of three I've seen, like I've seen the ending of three and that's a really good ending. Yeah. The movie doesn't quite live up to the whole thing. Yeah. Three works as self parody. I feel because it's just really goofy Mm -hmm. and they do things in there that are like callbacks, but only in the most irreverent ways and stuff. So I, I don't mind three, but it does suffer from that thing where, well, what are we supposed to do with this franchise now? Which this this movie does too so mm-hmm. it's just a where do we go from here i think that that will do it for today joe i have to go buy some drapery from a man named carl 